if you are advertising and reaching users on their mobile devices through apps such as Twitter, Facebook, etc., this will impact you. Hey, welcome back to More Than Marketing. I'm your host, Arsha Mirsha. Big topic for you today, Apple's iOS 14, iOS 14.4 is being rolled out this quarter and it has major implications for advertisers who are uh, doing user acquisition or um, advertising otherwise on app-based platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, right? If you are advertising and reaching users on their mobile devices through apps such as Twitter, Facebook, etc., this will impact you. I'm going to talk about what it is, uh, what the potential impacts are, what you can do about it, and some predictions. Without further ado, let's jump in. So what's happening? Apple is rolling out a new iOS operating system for their iPhone where all apps are going to have a prompt that says, do you allow this app to track you, basically? If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that here. Uh, if you are listening to this as a podcast, imagine you open an app, you've done this on your iPhone, and it says, you know, this app wants to use your camera, or this app wants to send you push notifications, and you have the choice to allow or deny that. The same thing, the same prompt is going to come up, but it's going to say instead, do you allow this app to uh, track you and, and otherwise, uh, you know, use the data that use data from your activity on this app for whatever reason. And, and the app developer is going to be able to say, you know, here's what we, what we do with that data, uh, as well as you, the user, are going to be able to go in and see exactly what they are uh, collecting, right? So Facebook is kind of at the forefront of this. They've done a lot of webinars with their uh, for their advertisers, and they've rolled out new policies and regulations and features and what have you to not combat this, but but you know, to prepare for this, really. Um, and their Facebook is really kind of upset with Apple because this is going to impact the way that targeting works on Facebook, as well as the data that you, the advertiser, are going to be able to get back from apps like Facebook. I'm going to use Facebook a lot. Facebook a lot. They're kind of at the forefront of this. So, you know, use you can interchange Facebook with Instagram, obviously, uh, but also TikTok and Twitter and LinkedIn and, and others. So that's what's happening. You know, users are going to update their iPhones. They're going to buy new iPhones. going to have iOS 14.4 on it. And they're going to be able to opt in or out of tracking on each app that they use on their phone. Right now, we're guesstimating that uh, maybe 30% of people opt in. That means 70% of people opt out. And some statistics for you. So that is just a hypothesis you know, we don't know what it's going to be, but if you are in the U.S. or advertising in the U.S. or, you know, that's primarily where your business is, 61% of people in the U.S. have an an iOS, have an iPhone, versus about, you know, 39% have an Android. Globally, those numbers are very different. Uh, globally, it's 72% of people have an Android and only 26% or 27% of people have an iPhone. So if you're globally, this is you know kind of a less of an impact for you. If you're in the US, much bigger impact. So what does it mean? Again, you're going to have less data. Uh, what's happening is you know things like 
uh, events are being limited and attribution windows are being limited and uh, events and conversion data is being aggregated. Uh, this is to help aid the user's privacy. So, you know, for instance, an extreme example, you know, today you're able to say, oh, you know, I got a conversion. It was John Doe, right, or Jane Smith. Uh, I got it at this time. And then Facebook, I see the Facebook event and I can tie that Facebook event back to this ad. And this ad says, you know, it's about this pain point. So now you know that Jane Smith has this pain point, right? It's that's kind of an extreme example, but that's the idea is that Facebook is now going to aggregate events. So it's going to be harder for you to analyze uh, the data, generally speaking, especially if you're in a low, low event, low conversion kind of environment like that. You know, if you only post, I don't know, three or three to seven conversions a week, you know, versus 70 or 7,000 conversions a week, you're going to have even less data to, to work with, right? So what's changing? I'll give you a quick rundown and then we will go into details of each uh, and action steps for you as well. So the first thing is attribution windows. If you're used to a 28 day click attribution window, it will be no longer. It is going down to a seven day attribution window. So if you have a longer sales cycle and you have people who are you know, clicking your ads, but they're not taking um, you know, a certain action or the action that you want for more than seven days, that is no longer, that conversion or event is no longer gonna show up in Facebook's platform. Uh, it, I, I think I think that it, it will still show up. I'm, I'm still learning about this one because I think the, the event will still show up, but it just won't be attributed to an ad. Um, and so that's gonna hurt your analysis, maybe your optimization as well. And I'm still looking into like why this is like, why would the event still show up or will it show up? I don't know, but I think it might be akin to what Safari did, another Apple product, obviously their browser um, and, and Firefox as well, where they limited all cookies uh, down to seven day lifespan. So maybe that's the same thing here. Maybe they're doing that uh, and I just haven't seen it or they haven't published it. And so like they're providing a temporary ID or something like that. I don't know. Uh, and that temporary ID ex, you know, expires in seven days. The next thing is domain verification. This is extremely important for anyone who's using the Facebook Pixel, which is pretty much everyone. If you don't verify your domain, your ads will be shut off. Now, luckily, this is really easy to do. It's akin to Google Search Console verification, where you change a DNS record or upload a text file to your the root of your domain, and then it verifies your domain and kind of adds that legitimacy to your uh, ad account. The next thing that's changing are conversions and events at large, and basically anyone who opts out of the ATT prompt, the tracking uh, prompt, will have their conversions be on a delay back to Facebook, 24 to 48 hour delay. So anyone who is kind of doing real-time reporting or analysis or whatever, you know, you're going to want to wait basically and, and look back, you know, for longer time periods, like a week or something like that. And, and even start your analysis two days behind to make sure you, all the events and attributions such as has been captured. 
on top of that, conversions and events are going to be aggregated. So again, this is I don't think this is not good for like low event environments because you're just going to have uh, less and less data. It's going to be um, less granular and uh, make it you know harder to do deep analysis. Which you know there's pros and cons there because if you're not if you're doing you know if you have a, a an n of two and you're making decisions based on that, that's probably not a good thing anyway. Uh, okay, so also you're only going to be able to use eight events total. I'll, I'll go into uh, deep detail about this, but you, you're, you're, only, you're going to be limited to eight events and you're going to have to prioritize them in, in what order you want Facebook to collect them. I'll go into detail on that one uh, later. And then the, the last kind of overview piece here is uh, audience insights. Anyone who opts out of the ATT prompt uh, will be blocked from demographic data. Um, so that's going to make it a little harder to see, you know, who your target audience is. And, you know, you're still going to be able to see it, but it's going to be kind of skewed to the people who opt in and to Android users, right? So that, I guess, and towards desktop as well. That's interesting because I think people will still use that data, but they may forget that it's kind of skewed now. You know, you're looking through a opaque lens, so to speak. Um, you know, that's that's something to keep track of. So that's an overview. Attribution windows are changing. You need to do, verify your domain. Uh, conversions and, and events are going to be delayed, aggregated, and limited. And audience insights is going to be opaque now. Uh, let's jump into some action steps. You know, one of the action steps here is to download your historical data so you can use that to analyze uh, offline, off of Facebook, because Facebook is going to start changing uh, their attribution windows. You know, no longer will the 28-day uh, attribution exist, for example, right? Everything's going to 7 and 1, I believe. So uh, you're going to need to download your historical data so that you can, you, you can analyze that later because that's going to be going away. Another action step for you is to uh, audit and prioritize your custom events. If you are, uh, you know, running the Facebook pixel, you're going to be limited to eight events only. Now, if you're running like a basic kind of lead gen campaign or e-commerce program, you're probably going to be okay with just eight events. Like let's use e-commerce, for example, you know, um, your eight events will probably be, be purchase, uh, add payment info, add to cart, add to wish list, a view product, you know, lead view content. Okay, that's cool. So you can you can live with eight events. Um, you will need to prioritize them. That means you have to go into you know Facebook's uh, event manager and set the priority of them. Uh, there is some reason for that. It's uh, you know Facebook is going to say if I can't collect certain data that I'm going to you know opt to collect the more pri prioritized data first. Uh, if you have a complex funnel and you have you know lots of brands or lots of um, websites or lots of actions for your users to take and, and you're used to having a lot of events to use for optimization or reporting or whatever or analysis, you're, you're limited to eight now, unfortunately. Another thing you're going to need to do is verify your domain. So uh, you're going to have to add a DNS record or a text file to verify that your top-level domain is in fact yours and then tied to tie that to your ad platform. Else, your ads are going to be shut off on Facebook, right? A really big one is automated rules. If you're using automated rules in Facebook, you're going to want to audit them, right? Because if they're running off of some data that's no longer going to be there, 
they're going to start going haywire, going nuts. So you're going to want to audit them and, and, you know, choose wisely what, what you, what you run on. You know, we're suggesting and, and to our clients and what we're doing for our clients is, is removing a lot of those automated rules and going back to good old manual days, right. To see, you know, what happens. And we're doing this over the, the, the course of the next couple months, uh, using that day, using that time to analyze, you know, what can we run with automated rules and what is not going to work anymore. All in all, I hope my tone is not uh, kind of here to panic, here to scare you. You know, change is the only constant, right? We kind of knew this was coming and this is just the start of it. You know, user privacy is a big deal, uh, especially with kind of the, the blue sweep in, 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 in Congress and um, White House and what have you. you you're, it, it's likely that we're going to see more uh, regulation on big tech, uh, especially in the realm of privacy. And that's generally a good thing for users. You know, uh, users should have their privacy uh, in control. They should be in control of their privacy and, and big tech shouldn't, you know, just be kind of manipulating or, or overreaching their, their power to uh, monetize users, so to speak. At the same time, you know, on the other side of the coin is that, you know, I think what you're going to see happen, well, We'll see. This is this is now. I'm kind of in the uh, predictions. But if if you imagine you're on Facebook and you're you're getting ads for things that you don't care about, right? You're not going to want that. You you want personalized ads. You want ads for things that you know speak to you for products and services that you that you need that you're in the market for, right? Uh, at least that's what I want for me personally. I don't I don't want you know ads for things that don't interest me because that's waste my time, right? I've learned a lot uh, about a lot of new products and, and services through ads, and, and I like that. Maybe I'm biased, <laughs> but that's how I feel, right? But generally, don't don't panic. I mean, this is a great time to kind of focus on the things that you can control, such as your user experience and your creative. Um, uh, I would also say, you know, remember that there was a time before Facebook and all of the, you know, nitty-gritty data that we could dig into and analyze, right? Algorithms and cookies didn't exist 20 years ago. Maybe cookies did, but you get the idea, right? There was a time where we didn't have all this data and all this machine learning and and what have you. And this is just a step kind of back a little bit towards that. Not a big deal. Things still work. If you have a good brand, if you care about your user, uh, you know, you have a good user journey, you should be fine, you know? You may not have all the granular detail to know exactly which ad is working at which time of day, but there was a time where you didn't have that either, right? So uh, some predictions for you, because this is um, this is kind of the fun part. Facebook isn't the only app that's going to re- require users to opt into the tracking prompt. Obviously, it's going to be every single app. Uh, and the more trusted the app is, the higher the opt-in rate is going to be. Uh, also, think about the users' demographics, right? So Reddit has you know millions of users, of course, but there's a, a certain subset of Reddit that's like, hey, you know, very privacy-minded and um, very kind of uh, attuned to this kind of technology, and so they're going to opt out. Similarly, Facebook is no stranger to controversy, especially as it pertains to privacy. So we could see lower uh, opt-in rates there. At the same time, you have kind of an older generation 
relatively to other apps such as TikTok and Snapchat on Facebook, the, the generation is a little bit older uh, and they may just go look at that prompt and click one of the buttons and not know which one it is and so you may see higher so we'll see we'll see that one is you know no prediction there but i will predict that there's going to be this is going to be like a major issue for the next six to twelve months many advertisers are not going to be able to weather the storm you know they're I mean, budgets are too low. They don't have, or they don't have, you know, room for error. And Facebook's tracking is not going to be, uh, or uh, targeting is not going to be favorable to them, and it's going to hurt. So, as a result, you could see advertisers stop ads and and move those dollars elsewhere. And if that happens, CPMs will fall, and there will be lower competition, and that may actually offset the negative impact of Facebook's. Uh, targeting. It's, it's very possible that that happens. We we kind of saw that at the beginning of the coronavirus in March of uh, 2020, March and April, where lots of advertisers left the auction, uh, the Facebook auction in particular here. And, you know, you, you saw that if you're still in the auction, your, your, your CPMs dropped pretty, pretty dramatically to the tune of 25%. And that put all your downstream metrics got better as a result, right? You know, that's going to hurt Facebook's revenue. So shareholders, beware. Uh, this is not financial advice. It's something to consider. Right? To consider. Right? Uh, we're going to see new ad, you know, placements and, and formats be introduced and come out. Uh, new ad platforms as well, I imagine. Right. Pinterest has been doing some really uh, interesting updates to their ad self-serve ad platform and, and the way the the users experience those ads as well. Most advertisers, uh, they're going to, you know, need to diversify, right? YouTube is right now kind of a Wild Wild West-ish area, uh, and CPMs over there are going to triple over the next three years. That's that's our prediction. First-party data is going to become more and more important. You're already hearing this as it pertains to uh, third-party cookies going away on Chrome browser in the next two years, and uh, it's going to become kind of mission critical to own your users data particularly email address you know most likely is and you know having some kind of experience web app experience that incentivizes them or or otherwise encourages the user to to sign up with you and trade their email address for some kind of uh, value so to speak you're going to want that because first party data is going to become more and more important as as third party data starts to be restricted shut down and even go away. And if that happens, you know, platforms like Google and Apple and other big, big tech stocks uh, are going to battle for the future of advertising, uh, tracking and targeting, you know, cookies are going to be obsolete. Trade Desk is, uh, they have a unified ID 2.0 type thing. So that's going to become the standard. This is our projection, right? Trade Desk will not uh, monetize it, but they're going to be kind of the uh, go-to platform uh, for programmatic media buying and that that the strength of the universal ID is going to be that unique positioning in uh, in their uh, in their platform in their media buying in, in CTV and OTT uh, space as well, uh, connected TV and over the top, uh, you know, for streaming advertising on streaming platforms. If if you're not familiar, so again, not stock advice, not financial advice. These are public companies that we are talking about, but. You know, this is just what we see happening in the industry. And these are our predictions. And, uh, you know, 
as we saw with GDPR, it was and CCPA, you know, there were really big deals when they came out and things have kind of normalized to a new standard, to a new level. And I think that's similar to what you're going to see here with iOS 14. One way or another, we're on a roller coaster. Uh, this is an industry that changes faster than your underwear. Uh, hopefully your underwear changes really quickly and, and uh, you know, buckle up because this is just the beginning. It's fun, you know, it changes only constant, like I said, and hopefully this was a helpful podcast. If it was, share with a friend, likes, like it, uh, comment, let me know what you're doing. What are you seeing, right? What are you planning on doing? I, I would love to talk about this kind of stuff and we'll share our insights as well. Uh, I have, and we'll put in the show notes, a, a link to this PDF uh, and if you're on YouTube, you can just read the URL and type it in if you like, but I'll give it to you there. And, uh, thank you for listening. Hope this is not a big deal for you and you can just go on your merry day and everything is normal and your ad campaigns don't suffer. Uh, but if they do, you're not alone. Thanks for listening. Take care.